Isaiah was making sausage at like two o'clock in the morning, set off the smoke alarm. Really? Yes. Me and Melissa was like, bro, did you, the did house you wake up in a state of panic? Bro, you know I sleep naked. <laughs> So I smell that. <laughs> That's funny. Get your weekly dose of R and R. Already tripping? Yeah, it was a showroom. It was car. tripping last night. He didn't get to leave last night. Yeah. Oh, you were stuck up there? Why did you yeah. call him out? I came back oh, and got you. Tahir jumped me. So Tahir, Tahir is such an old man. He has he's so, a very old. So soul. funny thing is, so he, he, whatever car he's driving, I have my jumper the cables Buick out. Buick Delta, he had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm trying to jump it. And I got my cables. He was like, put those away. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, those aren't even jumper cables. Those are one of those something from uh, Pet Boys. <laughs> Put them away, right? So he brings out the, I'm talking, the heaviest duty jumper cable this thick. Really? Right? And I'm like, so I'm like, we we hook it up. I'm like, let it run for a second because, you know, it ain't going to start the first go around. He was like, it'll start. (laughs) Oh, it'll start. It's like, like, Tears, is that whiskey? (laughs) (laughs) You can't get involved. He was like, like, it'll start. These are whatever the name of the cable was. He was like, it it, it collects more power when it transfers to the battery. I was like, okay, if it don't start, he was like, I'll get you $5. I was like, why are you talking like that? You got a quarter behind your ear. Stop. Go in the hole. It started, it started? Immediately, immediately. I feel like a trash friend because I didn't even stay around to see no, if anybody was all right. I was like, all right, bro, your music is so loud <laughs> when you turn your car on, man. How loud was it last he night? He said his music for a summer day, 3 yeah. o'clock p.m. I've been listening. All, all time. I've been listening to NBA Youngboy. He's, oh, man, you listen to his music? You're NBA Hungry Boy. <laughs> Don't give him that, Josh. <laughs> I knew you were going to do something. No. I was thinking about it. Shut up. You ain't National this? Beef Association. No, I'm National not. Brisket. No. Oh. Bacon. Go back to crying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. All right. What up? This is your boy, Doughboy. And me, Kevin Pretritz. <laughs> and this is the first time we are going to be doing this for the 2020 season. Another installment of started off to the left. Righteous and ratchet. We're righteous, in the new year. And I've been working out and so has Kevin. And we've been drinking water because we have goals. <laughs> hey, man, I missed you, man. I saw you yesterday. So what, man? On the podcast, they don't know that. Oh, yeah. Shut up, man. How Shout out Righteous Ratchet Adventures. That'll be airing soon, you guys. Mm. Don't tell them what it is. Let yeah. it be a un sopresso for yeah. Josh's people. Suppressa. Como una suppressa. Suppressa. I think it's suppressa. How, how are we feeling, guys? We're in a new decade. You got a gray in your beard. No, I don't. Don't you say things yes, like that. You no, do. I don't. Why would you lead the episode all like Because I know how it makes you feel. Where is turn, it? Turn to the side. Oh, you got a couple. No, I don't. No, I don't. Look, look, look. No, just straight. Just look straight. There's one right there and there's one right there. Why don't you embrace the gray? Cause you man, from the street background, man. You man, made forty. Nah, you man. You supposed to been dead. I want to lie about my age forever. Why? You supposed to been bred. You don't look forty. <laughs> you ain't you got no grays in your. Either. You ain't got no grays in your beard. I got grays all the time. They fall out, but Melissa I think that's it. an old wives' tale that if you take one out, two will come back. Like who's really controlling that? God. Bring God into I don't it. know because I I take my mine fall out and they grow back the same. I don't, I never. Why do I hair get gray anyway? I don't I think know. It just gets tired. Like, why does it get it's old? Like all right, enough of this color, man. I'm good. Yeah, like let's just why switch it up to white. Why does your hair get gray? 
Oh, self. It, at the root, you you think that, that follicle just retired? Exactly. Like, right after my paperwork. Here. Exactly. I'm not coloring no more hairs. I'm, why does your hair get gray? Why does your hair get gray? Hey, Siri, why does your hair turn gray? The coloring thing dies. Wow. Melanin. Melanin. Is that why white people are white? Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. That's great. That was probably the, the most important thing. The, the factory worker in your head is just, he died. <laughs> Ain't nobody to color it, whatever color it is. So I wonder so if your people, hair would just be white then you, without the color. I've met people who are relatively young that get gray hair really quickly. Mm hmm. So do you think it's just like a hereditary thing and it runs out quicker? I don't know. Cause some people are bald way early. Like, um, when did you 25. start? When did you start losing the hairline? Man, I saw some stuff early. Like how old? At early first, time. I think I was blaming my barber, and it was it wasn't him. <laughs> You're like, hey man, quit pushing me back in my mess. God pushing you back. <laughs> Pray on that, my boy. <laughs> I started to see like it would be light right here, probably uh-huh. 28. 28? Well, I know, still I, decent. Because I switched my hair, I was like, I'll go with the fade for a little bit. Nah, it didn't yeah, because I was trying to hide it. But eventually, it just like it used to come. It never was great. Just let's just be honest. I okay. never had the full. You know, people be having the down here, this and that. I never, I never had, had all of those. Yeah, I kind of like had a cliff. Yeah, mind on you, because my barber used to always have to create a line for me by pushing back someone here. But then it just started. It was step back three, bang. Kept that stepping back though. From that I thought you back, know, like, for, you're, you're on the other side now. I actually thought I was gonna be washed because my dad. Got the sunroof Does early, he? like at twenty four. You know what? I really admire <laughs> people who can rock the coldie with he, confidence. Does oh, he have the size down? He got a whole man wig now. He got a whole unit now. It's just a whole. Does he really he got the Bro, weave? He got a weave. My dad got a weave, man. I would. I'm going to do that. <laughs> no, you're not. I you absolutely, absolutely should. One day, and I'm never going to even tell you. One day, you're going to pull up and you're going to see me, and I'm in the full. I'm going to have Zay Zay's hair. What if you do it for this? It's going to look ridiculous. <laughs> No, I'm not. You're gonna look ridiculous. Look fire, bro. Women have been dominating the the unit for too long. They've been able to get whatever hair they want. But you can't just show I'm gonna up. Tell you the way the only reason I didn't do it, the dude hit me up uh-huh. that was gonna do it for me, uh-huh. and he was like, "You just gotta let your hair grow out a little bit." And I was like, nah, "I don't want to do." You were just being lazy. That's the you one. You probably could have had a beard the whole time if you would have grew it out. I won't do that though. What? I feel like that might I might sneeze into like, <laughs> the full beard, like the like the beard from Men in Black. <laughs> Look like Your beard duck. flapping. <laughs> what did you do for uh for for New Year's Eve? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you how old I am. Hold on, let me tell you. You asked okay. him. I was in Japan. Fire on you. He said, "What did you do?" I'm gonna tell you. I seen all the little videos y'all was doing. Man, why didn't y'all invite me? Uh, like, man, I'm sick of it. Was enough rice in Japan for you to come over? <laughs> a lot of noodles though. <laughs> so me, Josh, and Melissa, we got a VIP table. Where? At the Conrad spot? Tokyo. A little hotel with a little bar sure overlooking Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Came with some Moet. Moet? Which is terrible. I just hate champagne. Yeah, now, was... Moet tastes better than regular I used to mix uh, champagne. Listen and to my story. Uh, it came yeah. with Dom Perignon. You're right. It was yeah. Dom Perignon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and about 1047, mm-hmm. I was like, 
10.47 p.m.? Yes. Kevin, midnight's not till 12. Man, I was looking outside. I was looking at my watch. I was like. You didn't make it till 12.01? And mind you, Japan. You didn't make it till 12.01? Oh, I mean, Josh did. Tokyo, Josh's Instagram story was like, boo, woo. It was not worth it at all. Tokyo, <laughs> you they're outside? 17 hours ahead. He's going to tell you. Can you stop? Just enough. <laughs> so Tokyo, they don't really turn up New Year's Eve. No, they But New Year's is a all. big holiday. It's almost bigger than Christmas for them because they're all about like starting new, mm-hmm. setting their intentions, the shrines and temples be lit it's a whole thing but um but yeah it was super quiet and they're 17 hours ahead so they were we were in new year's in the future on everybody here yeah y'all was just i didn't back under, i didn't understand what 2019 yeah, it was, was like y'all was, it was new year for me 17 hours before it was new year's for you let me tell y'all you what broke i did boy I he didn't listen to our story he I just did. Yeah, I what did he say he said that he was out there and people were quiet and it's a big holiday and he heard enough to repeat enough so he could say his part face up i had a time of my life i fell asleep at 11 30. I was really? just not at home. <laughs> Wasn't even trying. Happy I, was, new. I was supposed to be doing like vision boards and gumbo. And gumbo? I know you took care of that gumbo, that part of it. <laughs> what about the vision? What about it? Gumbo was my, it was the first thing on my vision board. I actually, well, you were going to make gumbo yourself? I wanted to try. I want to oh, learn how man, to cook you, this year. You can't go. You, gumbo you, you is not something into you just, gumbo. I want to just jump nah, straight in, you, Josh. You know what? That's dope. Boy. You can't even make the roux. That's who I am, though. But you can't make the roux. So what? You don't make the roux. Dang it. <laughs> I didn't get it, so I read like, it. Obviously, y'all don't make the roots because I. Ah. Uh, you, know. you got to start off with small. You do what? Spaghetti and tacos right now? Spaghetti and tacos are my go to. Who can't cook always know how to cook ground beef, though? That's that's the thing. You got to just brown burger. some meat because they tell you that really young. Go in there and brown that meat. I'm four. Brown it. <laughs> That's the first thing I learned how to do. I'm to a parent with I'm four. <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun. I'm four. What's your salmon game? Because of Ralph's. Now, a lot of y'all don't know what Ralph's is, as evidenced by the barbecue yes. video. It's a it's a chain store out in California. If you go there. Grocery store. It's like Grocery a Kroger. Store. It's like a. Yes. Lucky's, Rayleigh's. Okay, those Sacramento grocery stores? Publix. Yeah, different things Publix, like that. So they actually give you a vacuum bag. Not a vacuum bag, but like a sales the flavor for vacuum. And they'll flavor it, and then you just take it home and put it in the oven. Did you ever try and like use the vacuum to open it? Shut up, you <laughs> stupid face. But so that works. So that my, my salmon game is good in that area. But I want to learn how to like just, you know, do different things. Like, you know, butter-based dishes is what I want to <laughs> I don't know why. I've, I've literally it's been so butter basic. I don't know. I don't know. I just be Bread? watching. Do you ever do you ever find yourself watching cooking channels? Like, man, I wish I knew how to. You do know that. what? Some of that's super therapeutic, though. I want to learn. I feel like it'd be a cool thing to hear. To hear was on set for the neighborhood with Cedric the Entertainer. I was like, man, send me a picture of that craft. <laughs> that was the most hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the fattest, most hilarious. Yeah. Thing. You know them real shows. Oh, my oh God. they're crafty. They're pass arounds. Oh, what, what, what did we do? Right we, there, we, we did dad. We did dad jokes somewhere. Remember? And we went and had like filet oh, mignon. We did it with John Cena. Oh, it of course was had bro. Filet they had filet mignon. For just, just out, there. out there, out there, literally just like, oh yeah, you could steak, shrimp. We were like, they're mm-hmm. like, who y'all with? The, the people, just whoever <laughs> need, we need to be with. And to like, you want to meet him? Like it was so good, man. It was. So I did you do a vision board this year? Mm-hmm. Have you ever done a vision board? Mm-hmm. I did a vision board, and let me tell you guys, it's tenderloin. <laughs> <laughs> Honey baked sock. ham for Thanksgiving. Red potato. Red. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> White potato. I did a mashed potato. <laughs> I actually did like 
a whole vision board, and it's actually already starting to come to fruition. It's fruition. As there's, we no, there's no speak. two T's in fruition. Oh, shut up, man. You're thinking it's, about fruit, well, though. I'm not mad. No, already. So it's like, so I told myself, I was like, I really want to focus on becoming a really, really good stand-up this year. <clears throat> oh, you're back on that? Oh, yeah. So like now, I already had a Tuesday room, but now it's been given to me. So I was supposed to just be the host, but now it's like I'm going to be running oh, my own Tuesday room. Weekly? I'm in, weekly. In Start the IE. Uh, Tuesday. In the IE. But, and I, but I, I'm in negotiation for another room on... Fine. Yes, and that's going to be in Hollywood. So you're doing two? No, 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 no. I didn't tell you yet. No. <laughs> Who? Yes. Yeah. Shut up. Yes, I'm trying to put some things together. Oh. So yeah, so I'm working on... Three different rooms. So, but all, one of them is already there. And hey, hold on, times, times. You're gonna be hosting weekly three different rooms. I want to get good. <laughs> I want to. You know, I don't know how to do anything with any type of restraint or balance. Well, everybody else hosts one room. Yeah, to hear, to hear Wednesdays, D Ray, Ron G. But I want to get good, man. Like, and, and cause I'll do what you the do. First, plus, the first, the first thing that we're gonna talk about on the docket is the Kevin Hart thing, and that's a, a really big reason. But another thing that I put on my uh, on my vision board was financial literacy. Guess, Kevin. Guess what I did? What? Josh, guess what I did? Get off your phone. I was going to signal you for the ad. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. This is the thing. But before I even get into the story, because this, this is a doozy, and I think you guys are both going to be, you know, super duper proud of me, because I got a whole lot of skills that I want to share with y'all. And speaking of Skillshare, Skillshare is an online learning community where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey with thousands of inspiring classes for creative and curious people on topics including illustration, design, photography, video, freelancing, and more. Skillshare offers classes designed for real life so you can move your creative journey forward without putting life on hold. You can learn and grow with short classes that fit your busy routine. Skillshare is also incredibly affordable especially when compared to the pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Now, bro, you know I've been trying to get into some different things like editing, different Jeans. things. Shut up. Because <laughs> I'm really trying to like, you know, expand my portfolio professionally. Yeah, yeah. So I've been on Skillshare and just been going ham on doing a bunch of different things. Nice. Now listen this. Skillshare is a proud sponsor of Righteous and Wretched. Explore your creativity at Skillshare.com backslash RR and get two free months of premium membership. That's two whole months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. Get started and join today by heading to Skillshare.com backslash RR. That's Skillshare.com backslash RR for all your Skillshare needs. Fellas, guess what I have done for the first time in a long time. Vote. No, not that yet. Come on, man. You're putting the, you're putting the horse in front of the carriage. No. Y'all know what I did? What? I filed my taxes. Wow. Yes. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> I filed. You finally filed. For the wow. first time in a long time. Very long. Oh, I'm going to pay. How, how, how many years did you? I, I filed for 2015, oh 2016, 2017, and 2018. How do you even not f- file? Like, you don't get nothing in the mail? I just think it's the way that my mind works. What do you What do you tell yourself when everybody's talking about taxes and stuff? You just be like. I'm like, man, Amazon ain't paying no taxes. What y'all worried about my little couple dollars for? Fair. Bro, they want all your dollars. But that well, don't matter. It, That's fair. So, I have had that thought a lot. They made I'm like, they made billions. Let me tell you how taxes don't make sense. First of all, y'all at home, 
People have been sleeping on paying taxes. Don't sleep no. on paying. Pay your taxes, bro. Why nobody? Why you tell me what to do, man? Literally, have been telling you this, bro. When okay. I first met you, and I don't know what it. Somehow, I found out you hadn't paid taxes, and I was like, Oh, but I haven't even and told you, you how much been, I have to pay. We'll get into that in one short moment. But the highest year that I have to pay for this, maybe you can help me understand this. I probably can. The highest year that I'm paying taxes for is the year that I made the least amount of money. I was going to say, bro, you haven't even looked at 2019. 2000, oh, 2019 is going to be abysmal. We just had to just stop the bleeding. That's what the tax guy said. Well, we're just going to put a towel on this. So <laughs> that's just what we're trying to do now. Did you, so, how did you do your um, your deductions when you were doing your, w, your W-2s? I didn't have. That's the thing. I wasn't saving receipts. No, no, no. When you, what, what year did you make the most money? What year or the least money? In 2015. That was, first, all that was first all death. Death. But so I was W9. I W9. Oh. Made 36K. They hit me for eight. Yeah, they, they, hit, they hit me for seven. Bro. <laughs> you it's know like, when you're W9. You know, do you know what that means? W9 versus W2? There's a difference in seven. <laughs> <laughs> does, that, does that sound for the amount of thousands that I owe? <laughs> <laughs> W seven. <laughs> Trust me, we talked about this with the tax guy. W seven. Here's the here's the difference. This is why people don't want to be W nine. Okay. Most of the time, W two means basically the government takes your taxes out ahead of time. Okay. So that's why when you like your first job, Burger King for mm-hmm. me. Where time cards. Togos. Okay, Togos. You see how much your gross was, and mm-hmm. then what your paycheck was. Like, mm-hmm. dang man, but they, they took they, it out. Took yeah, it out. Yeah. W two. The government is before you even see it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say, I was like, oh, congratulations. Let me just get that piece. Yeah, let me holler at this. Let me holler at that. No, I won't hold you. Bro, hang on. Right. You understand me? Got you. All right. So you get your social security, FICA, dis everything. everything. If you right. get um your uh if you have benefits at your job, all mm-hmm. that stuff comes out. Unemployment. You. All that. All that stuff. All well, not, yes. All yes, the things. Yes. Right. All things come out. So reason like early in your life before you make like crazy money, the reason mm-hmm. you get money back is. Essentially, what happens based on how you do your deductibles, um, deductions or deductions, my bad. Um, thank you for correcting me. Um, you get uh, people end up overpaying right. taxes, and the IRS gives you the yeah, difference. My, oh, in what you, that's what people's tax return is. They kind of explained that to me too yeah. when I went to that. You okay, overpay, you mm-hmm. people give you the difference, right? Mm-hmm. So as you change, you can change your deduction so that you they take out less, but that means you either. Pay a little in taxes, or you don't pay anything at all, right? right. So with W nine, that company, which is what we do here at Kevin Sage Studios, mm-hmm. which is why you need an accountant. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do all that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just pay you flat. Mm-hmm. Now you are responsible for paying your m- money to Uncle Sam. Yeah. And the reason you get caught because the company who pays you on your W two, they have to file too. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're telling they the like, IRS, we paid him, we paid yeah, bro, yeah. and Uncle <laughs> Sam is going through his checkbook like. What? Belcher, Belcher, Belcher. I ain't seen nothing. He ain't gave us nothing. He ain't even talked to us. He ain't, he ain't talked to us. He ain't even gave me right? mine. And let me take a little aside here and let you know about the American tax system. Uh, oh. They could not get Al Capone on murder. <laughs> on the racketeering. racketeering drugs. They got Al Capone on tax evasion. Yes. They're like, kill who you kill. <laughs> Just sell give what me you mine. sell. But you, I'm a wet my beat. That's why <laughs> cannabis is legal. That's the government hilarious. was like, you know what, y'all, it's not gonna be a dark market. Right. Prohibition too. Mm. Well, we y'all gonna still sell it <laughs> without let me wet my beak. 
Oh, that's really what that was back yes. in the day. Because they couldn't tax it. At they the couldn't time. tax it no more. They, like, they, and like, they really thought we were, people wasn't going to drink because it's lit. All right, we're selling it in letters tax. People was drinking yeah. more. Same thing with weed. Yes. So that's what whole cannibalist, cannibalist, cannabis, cannabis industry. Yes. So on W9, the reason why you have to be more diligent, you don't have to be diligent with your W2. You mm-hmm. just got to file. You just got to rectify right. to get your return. But W9, my say my company mm-hmm. or ADD, they're saying I paid bro. Mm-hmm. 36K. So go holla at And him. Uncle Sam is like, we'd have got nothing from him. Mm-hmm. 30% generally is the safest bet. Whatever you make of your W2, W9, that's why actors be getting killed. <clears throat> oh, yeah. They're basically getting W9 on $20 million. But imagine somebody gives you $20 million straight up. And, and, and then you gotta personally go bro, give Uncle Sam that's, and that's how they and that's how they get that's how they get people. Yeah, I I get it because you, you you know how many people wouldn't pay taxes they didn't have to. No, you know what the worst mm-hmm. thing that happened to me? What? One of my first real jobs when I got a job at Progressive, right? I was I remember the same thing you said getting that check and it was right around Christmas yep. time and I remember looking at it, it took out like two hundred sixty bucks in taxes. I was just like, man, this is crazy. And some dude that I was working with, like, bro, won't you just go exempt? And I was like, what is this you telling me about? Mm. They won't take taxes out of your check. I was like, for real? And then he basically told me, like, you got to just make sure that you balance it out six months of the year. But six months in, I was like, keep it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to this now. So, but let me tell you this. So, I found out how much I had to pay. So, I had to pay 8000 for that one year. But for the total of those four years, one, two, three, four. Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand. I don't know what to say. Fifty thousand. Fifty. Now let me hold. Let me just. I don't want to make it worse. I hate saying it. (laughs) They ain't hit you for twenty nineteen. They ain't even hit me for twenty nineteen yet. And you're at fifty. I'm at fifty now. But guess what? About fourteen of that is just because I didn't. File it on time. That's what I was trying to tell you. Why didn't you, you tell me, man? I you know I'll be doing stuff that puts me in the face sometimes. Bro, the tax man's fees and interest is crazy. So you really only owe 36. Yeah, but he was like, man, just because you hardhead, <laughs> give me 14. So you don't want that to happen for last year. No, never. But the, the crazy thing that happened in the Ooh, room when he oh. told me that. Can you imagine? I had never no. been so calm. No, you just bought a Toyota Camry, but you but, don't have but no listen, Toyota listen, Camry. Listen, let me tell you what happened in the room a when he said that. A one. I was already in my head just paranoid, like, bro, you're going to have to do this eventually. Don't wait till they come with some bracelets to lock you up. That's how I feel with parking tickets. So it really was like a relief. And like, I really, because I've really been praying and fasting. Like, like, I really feel like God was in the room and there with me. Like, you got to fast a lot more after you pay that 50. I'm going to tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) But I really felt like God was like, don't even worry about it. You've done with it now. You know what it is. And you are in a business where you can make them. Don't worry. Now you know. But man, that's a. Let me tell you what a, you do. You <laughs> you pay your tithes to the Lord ten, mm-hmm. and give, and get three more. I gotta give him to that. the man. Yeah. Jesus only asked for ten. I need to be. I'm a Sam. Like, I, let me get thirty up I ain't out. Hold you. I ain't been paying. I I got I gotta pay, man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, oh, Jesus, don't guard us my wages. <laughs> you could have got in, but bro, why did you just pay? Like, uh, I ain't see you. Yeah, I gotta I gotta get my. Uh, but yeah, so you gotta pay me. You're on a payment plan. I'm, yeah, well, no, we're still in the in the process of filing for all the years now. So then, okay. once it's all set, then I'll set up a payment plan. Hopefully, I'll be like, man, I mean, give you twenty dollars a month. Yes, <laughs> What's the minimum? <laughs> The minimum. Can I do something hit, under that? We got hit one year tough because um, her exemptions or deductions she had set for one year when I wasn't working. Oh. Right? 
And then when I got a job at ADD, she forgot she to switch them back. She forgot oh. to switch them. And y'all got used to that check. You're like, oh, we're good. Bro, oh, the bills was like, yeah, we'll use this. Bro, when we got the taxes, it was like, Uncle Sam was like, oh, oh we did not switch the deduction. Oh. And they hit us for the everything. 50K. But the, I, I told everything my. Everything to me. But uh, now. Now you you're in the, you're no, in with good. me. You're in the quarterly life. I'm good. To now and I that's see what why they told me. Pay it quarterly, bro. They can never hit you. Keep all receipts at for once. everything. I'm opening oh. up a business account, man. Life. Is What's good. your business gonna be called? I don't know yet. Belcher Limited. <laughs> it could be. I. It could be Doughboy. Well, well I don't know. Enterprises. I don't know. I'm Maybe gonna, it's something totally different than people. Well, but don't make it silly because they're gonna have to pay you in that. Right. But no. So Grilledcheese.com. Mm. Cool. cool, cool. <laughs> Fix that in post. So, so was there anything else? Anything else that's happened at the at the top of the year that you're excited about? Because something happened today that I want to tell you about. What? Listen, bro, I had a breakthrough for real, and I don't even be knowing it when it be happening. But this is what happened. I be saying stuff, and I be like, "Wow, I really said that." And then I don't really be knowing what I meant when I said it. I was like, "I said it though." So I had said this on the podcast last time we did it. I was like, um, self-talk is mo- the, the most important talk. Yeah. And I have been saying that for like a year. I just, this is something I said. So I was training with Amaya yesterday. And um, I was like, yeah, man, can we move our sessions to the beginning of the morning? Because that's probably just better for my life. And like, you know, we're moving to a new office. So I want to be able to get my workouts done in the morning and then get to the office by 11 or so. And then I'll be there all day. He was like, okay. And so I was telling him like, you know, I'm doing this so I can walk in the morning, you know, Every morning for an hour, he was like, "Wait, you're not you're not running yet," and I'm like, "No." He was like, "No, like, well, when are we gonna start running?" And I'm just like, "Cause I always make the same excuse. I'm like, knee, my knee. knee. I always say my knee. I always say I can't run because I just don't like it. I get tired. Your knees even hurt? No, no I'll be lying. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, because <laughs> you've told oh me this, and I was God. like, I just assume you. I have don't hurt discriminate your knee. on who I tell it. The false of these two. You never injured your knee? <laughs> no, I'm just fat. <laughs> Well, sometimes you're in your being but that's heavy what hurts self, your knee. But that's what self-talk Wait, would on, do to you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yes. I want to know. Okay. Did your knees ever really hurt? Not really. Like, sometimes if I would do too much, like, heck of jumping jacks, then it'd be like, all right, bro, relax. Yeah, but, but that's me. But you really tore your ACL. Yeah. I don't I don't have that. <laughs> you just tore your ACL and just kept walking like it was just supposed to, to be like that. So, in any of it, I told him, I said, bro, I've been punking out, and I got to I gotta stop that. If you telling me to run, that's what we're doing. So, I'll come in early tomorrow. Let's get on it. Bro, I went in today. And for 20 minutes, we did cardio. For the first five, I I walked at four, four, four miles an hour. And then for the rest of the 15 minutes, I ran at five miles an hour and only and only stopped like once or wow. twice. I did a mile and a half in 15 minutes. I could not believe it. So what I'm saying Hold to you on, is you this. So this I could have done it every time. And you All know how we found crying. out? You know, guess how we found out? How? Because we were at home and me and Kiara was playing this like three weeks ago. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast, but we were just playing and she chased me around the apartment, like around the whole complex. And I was not trying to let her catch me. So I just put the burners on and I, I told my trainer, I was like, bro, I think I might be able to run. We, didn't, we race. We race. I can run. But see, that's the thing. I've been telling myself I can't. Mm. You're only going to do what you think you can do or not do what you don't think you can do. So I'm going into this year like, bro, watch, watch how you talk to you. Because talk that to me, talk nice, talk nice to me. So talk now to I'm me like, nice. talk now, nice to me. I re- me is me. Listen, listen to this, Ken. This is like serious. I have not run for 15 continuous minutes, probably since high school. I'm give it to and you. I'm just, lying. Just I didn't even do it then. Yeah, I ne- okay. never like. <laughs> I'm, I'm still lying. That's what you. Okay, <laughs> but like, I never was at a point where I was running. 
And it was because I kept telling, like, I literally believed I had a knee injury because I told myself that enough. I fully thought, I was like, I, I thought I did. I was just like, bro, you got to just, and when I did it, bro, I was soaked in sweat, but I did it, and I did it for 15 minutes. So that's what I'm going into 2020 is, like, I'm really watching that self-talk. Man. You ready to do this for this year? Oh, let's that's kick this great. off, man. Kick Kevin off. Hart. Let's talk about it. Speaking of Kevin Hart. Should we talk about it? Should we talk about Kevin Hart? I want to talk about Kevin Hart. Yeah, why not? Oh, okay. Okay, well, we're gonna talk about. Before Kevin we Hart. talk about Kevin but Hart, before what? I talk about Kevin Hart, I do want to talk about this though, because y'all are my bros. Hey, hey, Josh, Kevin. I've been putting in work. You understand me? Excuse me. I've been putting in work. You understand me? Kevin, get this. My hips are in motion. You understand that? Oh Lord. I'm in a fully committed relationship and taking advantage of the fruits of thine labor and having oh. tons of sex. You understand that? <laughs> Now, I be need some help. You know what I'm saying? I got to tell the truth. Sometimes round two don't come as quick as you want it to. So I have been probably the number one supporter of the next company we'll talk about, Blue Chew. Now, you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. Blue Chew is prescribed online by licensed physicians so you don't have to go to the doctor's office or wait in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door right in a discreet door? package. In a discreet, so that everybody don't know. My children cannot know. No, nobody special, will know. A special kind of sauce? You know what I'm saying? It's all good. Now listen, listen this. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free. Mm-hmm. When you use our special promo code RR, R and R, just pay five dollars shipping. Again, that's B L U E C H E W dot com promo code RR to try it free. Bluetooth is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring this podcast. All right, now let's get into the proceedings this evening. Um. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Now, he came out with a... Um, documentary. Document, documentary piece. Is that what we'll call it? I was playing documentary. Uh, um, Is yeah. it? You just went with it, though. Yeah, I did. Is it? Um, document, really documentary was. type of piece. And we it were was both, definitely... It was, it, was, it was documentary style. What are they... Yeah, docu-series. That's, docu-series. What, they docu-series. That's what they call reality TV when they don't want to see it reality. It felt reality-esque at moments. Yeah. So... Well, here's the thing. I think it's docu-series. A, re, a documentary, mm-hmm. a true documentary... Is on one topic about one well, thing. Well, the subject is not conducting it. Nice. Right? Okay. Because you, you couldn't be honest mm-hmm. about yourself. Mm-hmm. If you were conducting a documentary on Doughboy, of course I'm gonna say all the great things. Right, same yeah. thing with the Fire Festival. Like right. the <clears throat> the one of the Fire Festival documentaries was produced by the people who made the Fire Festival. I think the Hulu one, and they were a lot nicer to themselves than the Netflix, than the Netflix one Netflix because was, right. they're investigating the subject with no, you know, of, of course, of course they're gonna be biased. They're when gonna be speaking biased, of themselves. but they're not gonna be the bias in the sense of you know every documentary I believe has mm-hmm. some sort of bias. Right. right? Did you see Blackfish? Yes. Okay, so... The I, people, I haven't been to see Well since. I haven't either. No. I just... I, the, the thing about it, I know we got to talk about Kevin Hart, mm. that was just like... Remember when I went... I remember going to SeaWorld and them telling you that the dorsal fin was bent over because that happens in so many wells out of a year. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that they happened because they're not the in the thing. ocean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was just like, y'all just straight up lie. And, and I we, just believed it because I was like eight. They, they told me that's what happened. And, they, and I never seen no wells in the ocean. So I was just like, oh. I never... I always had my doubts. I'd be like, man, that's a big old... 
animal. You just give it this little fish. Oh, I knew that part. Was like, but the dorsal part, I didn't know that's right. why it wasn't strong. But anyway. Right. So, uh, so Kevin Hart uh, he dropped the he I dropped think the company produced it. Yeah, so he dropped it and um people kind of were like this is first of all, what was your thoughts on the series as a whole? I had a lot of thoughts. I have a lot too. Let's unpack this one. I have a lot of things I want to say. Initial thoughts. You got some thoughts too, Josh? Ah, yeah. You watched all of it? Ah. Okay. Yeah. By the way, let me tell you how me and Josh was operating the dark web in, in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't know this, mm-hmm. but The Mandalorian, which is a fantastic show, you can't watch it in Tokyo. HBO Disney are only in the United States. Mm-hmm. So me and Josh are V-sad, because the day we got to Tokyo, Mandalorian dropped a new episode. Season mm-hmm. finale. Shout out, season finale. Shout out to the Kev on Stage Patreon. We have a Discord chat in there. You hopped in and so did Josh. Mm-hmm. They taught me about VPNs, which allow you to hide your address and make it look like your computer's in the 90th, United States. Where I'm from. Is that what the dark web is? No. I don't, because I need a tutorial on the dark web. We'll talk web. about that That's later. Thing. Okay, I just cool. wanted to say that because okay. we watch Netflix over there gotcha. using, well, actually, we didn't need that for Netflix. But wait, 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 hold on. Netflix is more global. Why can't you watch The Vanditorian in Japan? <laughs> like, what? Like, Hulu, uh, Disney Plus is only available in the United States. Really? Right now, yeah, I didn't know that. No, so that's why you can't watch it over there because mm-hmm. it's not available. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought that they were like, you just can't watch it. No, no, you got to trick your computer. You'd be like, which is crazy. You're like, computer, I'm in the United States. It was like, oh, okay. <laughs> now you can that's watch so this. <laughs> so me and Melissa, one day in Tokyo, literally just was watching this Kevin Hart documentary. Mm-hmm. Initial thought, the first thought I thought of was like, man, this dude works hard. Mm-hmm. Very hard. Like, I'd be. I don't even I think I work hard anymore after watching that. I was just like, what am I even doing with my life? him and The Rock and Tyler Perry, uh, I and I feel like I work hard. But then I see that people like them, and I'm like, I'm not working. I'm not even. I, I mean, it, he it, is going so hard. And he does so much for so many people. He means so much man, to so many people's listen, lives. There's so many people like that, that mm-hmm. if something happens to them, mm-hmm. L- lots of lives are like he literally has like three separate companies right yeah. so that was my first thought like man I didn't realize it. and then the second thought and I want to hear yours mm-hmm. that's the first time I feel like I ever saw him not in performance mode mm, yes he was way I felt more like I got introduced to him as a because pr- I knew yeah parts about his life yeah. through his comedy but for the most part it's performance you don't know version. much about him like you know what I mean like you see him working out with his family but you know, I didn't know Anytime a lot. Anytime a camera's on, you assume like for the gram, he's being mm-hmm. funny. Like right. we we do that. Mm-hmm. Like if you catch me before the cameras are on, I'm right. I'm not as performative right. as I you know am on camera. Mm-hmm. But Kevin Hart, even the parts that don't feel like performance are right. You know what I mean? So that was the thing. Like, oh, this is he's actually more muted he, than very very much. Yeah, so, people be like, so. is Kevin funny at home? I'm talking about me and my mm-hmm. wife and the kids. Be like, nah, I mean. Not really, but I don't be just, you know what I mean? I don't be liking to be, you know what's crazy? I don't really even like being funny at home. When I be at home, I just be like on some just, you sometimes just, I just don't even like talking. I just bro, be like, I just, just want to be, be quiet. At home. You're, at, you're at your house. Chilling. There's nobody to perform for. Exactly. You know what I mean? But what were your thoughts initially? Um, my initial thoughts was, first of all, I it, it was very upsetting to me, for one, because everybody, when it dropped, Everybody just, and I just think it's very symbolic of where we're at as a society right now. Everybody just went to the negative. Like, that was the, the cheating the, thing. The cheating thing, and then the, the blow up with him and his trainer. But fair, let me, I agree with you, but did, did you, do you think that's also how it was promoted? I get that. Like, but, every clip was either that fight scene or the wife thing. But my thing is, is that once you watch the whole series, which is what I'm assuming these journalistic outlets would do there is so much other stuff that was there like 
just that I didn't know about him, like just how he is with his family, how he is with his wife, yeah. like how he is with his dad, like you know what I'm saying? So it was just very, in, in I don't know, like I just, I didn't like how that became the narrative. Like that's the only thing people were but talking about. But is that about. fair though? Because that's what the pitch was. So I was gonna say some like, of those. That's what they. That's what they said. Come watch. Some of those clips were edited to be the talking pieces, though. Yeah, like, the title like is that, "Don't that, F This Up." Yeah, mm-hmm. like that fight scene, fight scene, quote unquote. You know, I mean, they never threw hands, but like right. it was edited with like theatric music to it and everything. And like yeah. for me, I was just like, all right, I get it, I get the situation, but like. They hyped it up to where that could be pulled as a clip. Okay, and I didn't even with the wife. Like that is yes. what you came to see. It, it's clickbait. If we would, it's for lack of a better it's word, marketing. promotion, marketing, yeah. promotion. But I just felt like there were so many other positive things that were coming out of this, and nobody seemed Fair. to say anything about those things. Fair, but I totally agree with that point. But mm-hmm. do you think you would care if it was like check out Kevin Hart's work ethic? I'd be I'm like, not busy. I'm yeah, not, I don't. I, I want to produced by American. Kevin Hart. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that. It's we we are a salacious society. It, it was a heartbeat production, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I just so. wanted to make sure. I don't want to. I don't know that for crazy. sure. Actually. But I think it was. But the the number one thing I walked away from in watching the whole thing was just feeling inspired. Like that dude created all. Like just watching him just as a performer. Did that trip you out when he was in London in front of all of oh those? My God. I was just like that man got to that position. From his jokes, from things that yeah. came out of his mind. Yeah. Like, we're joke writers, we're comedians. Yes. And so I'm just looking at that like, and this is another thing that I was really proud of, Kevin, in this. It's really hard to stand up there and be honest about who you are. Like, yeah. he had to really sit there and take them arrows. And it's like, it's really easy to judge people when they it. do that. But I'm just like, I'm not here to, you know, to, to judge. I'm like, Bro, I applaud you for being so brave and transparent to tell us your story. Like, you know what I'm saying? He didn't, and that's the thing, like, he doesn't run away from the things people are saying. He's like, no, I messed up, and he's creative enough to make it entertaining and funny. I actually went back and watched The Irresponsible, because I watched it before. I don't lie, I was just, I, I didn't, I didn't finish it. And so then after I watched this docuseries, then I went back and watched it, have a totally new appreciation for it. Really? Absolutely. Absolutely. Really? I feel like he's one of the most hardest working dudes. Oh, and I feel like he's very hardest. vulnerable. Most hardest. Very most hardest. honest. Most hardest. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what, what do you feel about the things that people are talking about, though? So do you feel like the fight seem like... So here, the, the, the most consistent critical parts of the documentary mm-hmm. that I saw online were two things. By and large, the one was his wife. Mm. And... What I saw a lot of people saying, which I don't think I necessarily thought that first, but I kind of see mm-hmm. a lot of women that I follow on Twitter and that I follow in my life. A lot of group chats were saying this. Okay. Essentially, they deduced it to like I cheated because nobody was around to stop me from cheating. Usually I have my people around mm-hmm. and they stop me from potentially doing dumb stuff. They say, hey, man, go to bed, do this. Blah, blah. They, they mm-hmm. protect me. He, he went on an impromptu trip to Vegas and didn't uh, have any of the support circle that he He asked had. them. They weren't available. It was a last-minute trip. Last-minute mm-hmm. trip. He asked. They weren't available. Mm-hmm. So he went anyway for whatever reason. Nobody's around to, to quote-unquote, keep him honest. And so I, thought, I saw a lot of criticism of being like, well, why are you blaming people for you cheating? Mm. Like, you blaming your people? Like, you supposed to be a man, and, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I see. Um, do you I, agree, do you agree with that line of thinking? That assessment. Mm-hmm. 
Well, let me okay. say this and I'll say that. Okay. I think what he here's here's one thing that I I think that the average person doesn't think of. Okay. A a a celebrity of Kevin Hart's caliber mm. probably has either access to or temptation from more than the average person. Way more. Right? Yeah. So for you to have success, you probably have to have some systems set in place to protect mm-hmm. you from that. Because, yeah, you know, me and Melissa both say this, we're married, not blind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, if I were... It's a t-shirt. A, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I can But you know what I'm saying? Right. If I'm throwing, you know, that much temptation at all times, right. I probably would have to have some, like... I mean, I have systems in place now, which mm-hmm. is mostly I don't check my DMs. I go to my show. I go home. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I also don't have people... You don't check your DMs at all? Very rarely. Okay. Don't be From people that you don't people follow. I don't follow. My, okay, I have my Instagram set up to where I only even see DMs of people that I follow, oh, and it wasn't even just so I wouldn't get tempted. It was just because I could. It was all I was doing all day was checking DMs. Right. I stopped Facebook like years ago. I was because I would be trying to like answer every fan, and I just realized I, I would be doing that all day, all day and right, I right. would still have a thousand. Because right. once Instagram, I'm gonna tell you the moment I stopped. Mm-hmm. Once Instagram stories came out, and a reply to your story came as a DM. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't, I can't keep up. <laughs> like I literally, it's too much. <laughs> it was too. Right, I right, was right. literally checking all the time at dinner and stuff. And then mm-hmm. I was like, actually kind of helps me because you know I just don't get caught up in that. And then sometimes people be sending you stuff that they ain't supposed to send. Right. Remember one particular thing I told my wife this. You know how a lot of hotels, especially when we're on tour, you and Josh probably know this. Mm-hmm. A lot of hotels now they don't have a full glass door. Mm-hmm. It's just the half. Yeah, and I hate it. So I was doing this thing where I was you like, it so much. yeah, it's just, well, water gets everywhere. Okay, gotcha. And I talked to somebody, he said, well, the reason they do that is because when the hotel's built, it's European style. But mm-hmm. the truth is, if you have half a glass door, you have to buy half the glass to build the hotel. So it saves money. It's price effective. Price effective. Mm-hmm. I can wipe the floor up. I ain't got to buy all the glass. So anyway, <laughs> one day I was showing on my, this was years ago, I was on my Snapchat. Mm-hmm. I was like, see, man, this hotel, done, guys. Remember, that's the thing I was doing. Right. And this girl responded to my Snapchat and was like, I was trying to see something in the reflection. And I was like, what? Go away? First of all, I was fully clothed. I, I, I just walked into the hotel, right? So I blocked her. <laughs> oh, I blocked her. I blocked it. God blocked it. He wouldn't let <laughs> he wouldn't let it be so. So anyway, mm. uh so that's the thing about Kevin Hart. I feel like he has more temptation. So I feel like people were taking that as him not being accountable. But this is my thing. I could never speak to how difficult that is cuz I don't know that life. Like you know what I mean to to be a millionaire. And it's safe to say he's on his way to being a billionaire. He's one of the biggest stars. He's a comedic rock star like who knows how it how difficult it is yeah. to resist temptation now and, and that's just the thing I think I, I get so frustrated with with people. It's like, why are we so judgmental people? If that's a system that that man hasn't said to keep himself accountable and to keep him good, why does that bother other people? Like I, yeah, I, think, I don't feel like he I don't feel like he was necessarily blaming maybe that that's how the narrative was kind of painted and how they were talking because how they kind of were going back and forth with the people they were yeah, interviewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I didn't feel like that. I just felt like they kind of were like all of a team. It's just, it, I look at it like in, in the same instance, like, you know I have a problem with drinking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now, can I be, can you be with me 24 hours a right. day? No, but when you're with me, you're probably going to make sure to be looking out if well, I'm at a party. Like, don't be good. After, like, when we had I mean? the Righteous and Ratchet show, one of the, or one, Righteous and Ratchet tour, one of the cl- uh, the venues was like, yeah, we're going to get some drinks and name them after you and we'll have mm-hmm. some in your dressing room. They, I don't even know, we told you this. <laughs> no, and, you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> and Jay was like, you know, Jay was showing me. He was like, "We." He told him. He was like, "We can't. We can't have no." 
Right. Drinks. It was like they were going to like it was Doughboy Hennessy and mm-hmm. Kev, Kev on the Rock, whatever the thing was. I was like, that's accurate. That's yeah. Very accurate. <laughs> yeah. It's on brand. Well, At least I knew what my drink of choice was. <laughs> so Jay was like, nah. I mean, right. Me and Jay are both telling people, like, nah, that ain't even really our thing. Like, we right. can't stop them legally from selling drinks, but. Right. Don't don't have a like that's right. not even our thing and definitely don't put it in the dressing room. Oh, like, yeah. Are you crazy? Exactly. What if Doughboy gets it by himself? Exactly. So that's but just looking it, out. You know what I mean? But do you? But if you went and drank, people on the internet would probably say. And you had a documentary. You're like, well, Kevin was with me. Josh was with his friend, and and Greg was here, and Kiara was at home, and, and you know my girlfriend was at work. But see, people would still the, say, see, but it's your responsibility. But though. see, that's the thing where I feel like we come off as this very judgmental society. It's Yo, just no, like we are. We are very, and it's just to me. You're just less judgmental than people. No, because because I understand how difficult, you know, things are. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm. And nobody can be 100% knowing of everything. There's a lot of uncertainty in life, Kevin. Don't you understand this? There's a lot of uncertainty. Speaking of policy genius, do you remember growing up watching those future sci-fi movies? And in 2020, people were teleporting to work or living on Mars. People were trying their best to predict the future, but they were always wrong. The truth is, we'll always get the future wrong, which is why we need to get life insurance right. That's where policy genius can help. Now listen, Kev, you know I'm trying to get my life together. I no longer have savings and checking in a box under my bed. I filed my taxes and now I recently got life insurance. Did as you? Well. I have a daughter, bro. You have a daughter. You know I'm, I'm trying to get married one of these days, man. Yeah. I gotta have a life policy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I have a bombshell of an announcement too. But so yeah, life policy. I have to get that. Like you know what I'm saying? It's very very important. Life insurance policy. And I had to get that life insurance policy. Now listen, to this policy genius makes finding the right life insurance a breeze. <laughs> In minutes, you can compare quotes from. the top insurers to find your best price. You can save 1500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and the red tape. Now listen this. So if your science fiction dreams for 2020 still haven't become a science fact, don't get discouraged. Get life insurance. Mm-hmm. It just takes a few minutes to find your best price and apply at policygenius.com. Policy Genius will always get the future wrong Better get life insurance right. Yes, I'll save my uh, announcement for later. Career. So I want to say some, there's some 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 stuff in the comments that that I forgot that w- the comments of the Patreon that we didn't even mention. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry, Patreon. That's Patreon the top of the people. year. We wrong. Shout out to the Patreon. The right. Yeah, the right pack. pack is watching this live. They've actually been watching us shoot all day. For like, a couple of hours. Love hour. I was crying off camera. Oh, so it, it was, was after the love hour. It was a whole. If thing. If somebody had took his burrito, he was real upset about it. He got like you know real angry funny. about the things. So, um, but thank you. If you would like to become a part of the right pack, please join us at www.righteousandratchet.com and join the fund for as low as $5 a month. So yeah. I'll, I'll save my announcement for later because we were deep in this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So what one thing that people, somebody brought up that I, that I, that a lot of people had said, mm-hmm. and this I'll get to the other thing I thought of. Okay. They felt like it was a ploy to promote Uptown Saturday Night. It felt uh, like it. I didn't feel that. I saw a lot of I people. I, they I, talked I, about it for all of four minutes. No, no that was a whole episode. much more. That. that was almost almost a whole episode. It was definitely they had a these literally. I off. think people be nitpicking. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. I actually I like the process. I was like, oh, this is cool. This I, is I, cool. I do want to see Uptown. Hollywood. Hollywood. I didn't never heard of the movie. Right. Tony Baker was upset. You ain't never heard you of never heard Bill Cosby and Sidney Poitier. No movies that come out before you're alive that everybody doesn't talk about. Like I hadn't heard of it, right? So, um, seeing producer Kev was cool. 
Like it was funny. He talked to Chadwick Boseman. They was all hyping up. What do you think he was like? I got. I got to think about that. Was hilarious. Like just seeing Kev pitch was just like no matter who you are, you still pitch to somebody. You still gotta. You still. You always gotta pitch. I thought that was interesting. And here's the thing that I thought. This is my own feeling. I just want to mention that because they said that in the chat, and I forgot to mention that during the Oscars. Kevin Hart should have apologized. He didn't. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he? <clears throat> the way he was handling that scenario, I remember in real time being like, don't he have people around? Like, who is around him telling him this is probably not? Because I remember when he released that first video in Gray and Wild, I was like, this is not going to be a good look for you, Kevin Hart. Like, you should, <laughs> let me let me say, okay. let me say. Okay. And then the way he bowed out of the Oscars instead of apologizing. I ain't going to apologize. Okay, I get it. Then I'm not going on apology tour. I'm done. I said it before. I'm not saying it again. All three of those times, I was like, I don't think you played that right. And I remember thinking, like, don't you have people around you? Mm-hmm. So seeing the documentary and, and the people around him were like, all of his people mm-hmm. were telling him this is the wrong way to handle this. <laughs> Even his boys, not just mm-hmm. the people who work for him, not mm-hmm. just the publicist lady who literally told him every step of the way. If you do this like this, this is how it's going to be perceived. Nope, not going to do it. Nip, 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 nip. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't make you do stuff, right? So she's like, you're going to have to go on an apology tour? He's like, nope. She's like, all right, you know what? You're going to pay me either way. Like, you're, <laughs> it's going to be your funeral. Right. And when I found out that he had people around him who told him what to do, and he did it anyway, and then it happened the way the people around him So told says him the king of, yeah, tell me all your ideas, and I'm no, going to do this exactly the way I want to do it. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> That's where I saw myself. Oh, you see, because what happens is Ooh, this can happen to you, you too, mm-hmm. and Kanye. Mm-hmm. To get where he has in the world, a lot of people don't believe in you. Mm-hmm. So there's a certain amount of it's me against the world. I'm doing this the right way, no matter what people say. That gets you to the point of success. Mm-hmm. But sometimes that same approach hurts you. And in mm-hmm. this instance, it now hurt him. And I saw myself like, oh my god. This is what happens when you have good people around you, but you're so stubborn that you think your way is the only way and the right way, and you can end up like this. And that's, and he even admitted, like, I handled that wrong. Because mm-hmm. honestly, I remember those jokes when he said them. Actually, uh-huh. I don't remember. Let me say my stuff. <laughs> 2013, uh-huh. I don't remember that joke. So this is funny. We were talking about this. Me and uh-huh. Melissa were. One of my favorite, if not my favorite, probably my favorite stand-up comedy set, mm-hmm. just, just set, is Bernie Mac's set. For Kings of Comedy, right? One of the I most think it flawless is, it is sets my favorite of American set. history. It's not a full length mm-hmm. special, mm-hmm. but it fired way throughout. more laughs Fire. in his oh, twenty yeah. minutes oh, than God. most specials, yes. right? Mm-hmm. At the time that he told, and my favorite joke of that mm-hmm. set is he wants something like that, right? Yeah. <laughs> the way he talks about his nephew at that time, no bells rang off in my mind. Mm-hmm. He called him the f word, gay. He's a, he's a little, you know, I'm like right. everything that, and, and this clip went viral. Somebody posted this maybe six months ago on Twitter. Mm. And I was like, Ugh. Mm. because you like comedians don't talk like that mm-hmm. anymore. anymore anymore. But at the time that right. came out, it was it just hilarious though. It didn't even, it wasn't even problematic at right. all. Mm-hmm. Like not in my circles. It wasn't universally problematic. Mm-hmm. This is before social media and stuff like that. But even Bernie, if he were alive, rest in peace, right. to one right. of the greats. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't be able to do that set like that today. No, I exactly. don't think he would. No. I mean, and what I mean by that, I'm sure he could perform it the same way. It would not be universally loved. It would be 
think piece and I mean toxic masculinity and homophobia and all that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I say all that to say when Kevin Hart made those jokes on Twitter, I was on Twitter at that time. It didn't ring a bell. Nobody mm-hmm. mentioned it. You know, blah, blah, blah. And he said he apologized. I don't remember ever seeing an apology. And what it actually made sense why people were upset. The because he had the gay woman who or lesbian woman who was his uh uh something, head of development, maybe. Okay. And she said, You talking about hitting your kid over a head with a, a dollhouse, and there's people like me, like us, who have to suffer that kind of violence. Mm-hmm. And what it looks like is you're condoning that. And it was like that's what finally clicked for him. And mm-hmm. like her family how she has to respond to her family when they ask and why now would you she, work for somebody like that yes. being LGBTQ. I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll just say as we see. Just, yeah, just like, people think you're playing when you try to say the rest of the no, letters. Like no, it's, there's, there's a lot of letters. There's, there's more lot, letters, right. and, but it's not universal. So I just always start with LGBT. Right. Feel like you can be you safe know there. What it, right. Yeah. So, and I think he saw his fault in the situation, right? Mm-hmm. And the other part is like we mess up. Like <laughs> that's one of the worst parts of the internet is it allows people to. See your mess ups in real time magnified. Mm-hmm. Like I'm so grateful for some of the stuff that I did in my life prior to the internet. Nothing like ridiculous, but mm-hmm. had I had those mess, like some of the things that, I, but I always gr- raised children. Gay people are the devil and uh, sin, and you know, hate the sinner, love the, all that, or love the sinner, hate the sin. Mm-hmm. All that stuff is how I was taught. Luckily, I started going through my own metamorphosis off of social media mm-hmm. before it was cool to. Um, before it was um cool or funny to talk negatively on social media, but some people like Brother Nature, mm-hmm. they're doing that stuff in real time. Meg the Stallion, it's it's real time. So, I said all that to say, um, it was surprising to know he was getting good advice, and he was just like, nah. Why are you quiet? I was letting you finish. Oh, okay. Now I talk. <laughs> Sucker. Nah, nah. I'm, I'm not I'm talking not. no more. So, so no. So, so that's the thing. So this is the thing that I and I agree with everything that you say. Do you? And I'll and I'll preface what I'm saying, you know, by saying this. I much like I understand how people that identify with a gay lifestyle could be offended by the things that he said. I understand that they live a life that I don't live and they have hardships and troubles that I don't understand, so I'm not even the person to speak, but I understand how a person can be offended by those things that he said. This is where I'm at, though, with it, and this is what I see happen a lot on the internet, and it just irks me. Bro, Like it's like, okay, and this is the thing that hurt me so much about watching that documentary. You could tell that him losing that gig really hurt him. Yeah. It was like a life goal. You know what I mean? And so I'm just like, bro, I'm not excusing what he said. I'm not saying it's okay. I'm not saying it's all right. I'm not saying he should say things like that in the future. But what I am saying is the man said stuff nine years ago. And he has spoken on it. Now, I know people are saying, well, where is the apology? The thing is that this society, what they will do when you make a mistake, whether it could be 10, 15 years ago, they'll judge you for it very harshly like you just did it today. And I, I, I don't like that part of it. And then they'll try to get you canceled. It's like, okay, if he said that, that long ago and he look at his life and what we've seen from him since the time that he said that he hasn't had any future run-ins and saying that he hasn't done anything to anybody he hasn't hurt anyone he seems to very much have learned his lesson i just feel like a lot of times the internet acts like judge jury and executioner to celebrities because you don't have to put your stuff out there for anybody to talk about so it's very easy to talk about whatever this guy's doing and to just crucify the guy for something they said eight nine years ago i just couldn't and you could tell it really Heard him like you so know what I'm saying. One thing that that was tough to see. I saw that was interesting. His publicist, I believe, or his director of development, mm-hmm. said 
you these tweets resurfaced. A lot of these fans didn't know you then or have not heard whenever you apologize. So they don't know. They this is new to them. Fair. And that's what happens, right? You go back. The cancel thing is usually I find out about you. You get big. People go dig and see what else you could have so said. So then by that rationale, then people should probably be apologizing for things every five to seven years once they get new waves of fans. Honestly, I think. If to, to cover your, well, your that's tail what was then. Brought up, that was, that's what was brought up in the documentary as well. Right. Towards the end, at least like for people that are just getting to know him or getting recognized of his work and whatnot, um, they don't necessarily know about those past things, so when those stuff comes up, it's still brand new to them. And, and they're really deciding, can I still be a fan of you? Mm -hmm. And if I'm gay and you and I find out about these tweets and I and and you asked about it okay. and you say I'm not apologizing for that anymore, I never heard. Then I then basically people are deciding I'm no longer going to be a fan of you. If you're saying, look, that was what I knew at that time. Mm -hmm. I know better now. I've apologized. Somebody said this, and I thought this is probably safer, the best thing. Mm -hmm. I apologized before, but I could never apologize enough. But all I can do is showing show people through my actions how I do. And, I mean, because that's usually what they teach us growing up. Like you show people by your actions, and I feel like his actions have shown he's grown. Yeah, but I, and I think he feels like, well, I haven't said those jokes anymore. No I haven't done that type of stuff anymore. But I don't think you. Okay, perfect example, right? Mm -hmm. You cheat on your wife, right? Mm -hmm. Fifteen years, twenty years, right? Mm -hmm. You are not going to apologize to her once and be like, I'm cool. You're going to apologize probably years, for the rest of your life. Seven years well, down the line. That's actually a really good analogy. Yeah. Great. Seven years Phenomenal. down the line, she she <laughs> sees a clip of, you know what I mean, something that triggers her, mm -hmm. triggers her mind, and she's like, you really hurt me. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be like, I mean, girl, I'm not going to apologize for that. Seven years ago, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm done apologizing for that. How mm -hmm. would you? How would that make you feel? Like, right. you hurt somebody that deep. <laughs> And it's not, and <laughs> my wife just walked through <laughs> being funny. But you know what I'm saying? Like, right. and if my wife cheated on me, like, I'm not going to let it go because you apologized once. And what I've had to learn to, of servitude. what I've had to learn as well is that I don't get to choose how other people react to my actions. And here's the other thing about it. That is a true thing. I'm going to give you an example. Mm -hmm. In ADD history, mm -hmm. we have a slack back in the day. Mm -hmm. In this Slack, I don't. If you're not familiar, Slack is kind of like a group chat for work. You mm -hmm. put files in there, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. So in this perfect this chat, Doughboy was running short form content. So we, people from all over the company would throw topics in there, and we, you know, Doughboy would find out what to write a short form story about, and we would roast everything, literally. <laughs> Everybody. Nothing was off limits <laughs> for roasting, right? After Doughboy's second stint in rehab, when he was completely clean. Demi Lovato got roasted on the internet for saying something, right? <laughs> Demi Lovato got roasted oh, on the trash. internet, right? She said something about Wrong some, point. and people was like, but didn't you smoke crack though, <laughs> right? So one of the editors was like, yo, people weren't roasting her. Here's some of the funny stuff they said. Doughboy lost his mind. I went off. <laughs> I went off. That ain't funny, bro. This is that, and that ain't cool. And you don't know what be up with people, understand me? I mean, he dumb. <laughs> Thugging McGee. I said, doe. Right. Every day we laugh at stuff. But that hit you because you suffered from what Demi Lovato suffered from. That is it. So you felt like I get that. Great point. That's he's, what that's he's great great saying. Point. He's two for two, man. Great Gay point. people are saying my parents not maybe they didn't even threaten that. They right. really hit me with the dollhouse mm. or kicked me out of the house. And, and I was homeless. And you're making out a joke about what was my life. Things mm. offend people because it affected them. So to those people who live there, who am I to tell you, like, you really had to live through that? You think this is a game? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, so th- those people that he's apologizing to, I get that. Like, that ain't a joke to them. And that's why I'm saying, like, I make videos, people's pastors acting up all the time, right? It's always funny until it's your, until pastor. It's your pastor. I've made seven videos of pastors falling. Mm-hmm. People always laugh. And somebody, I like the other one, but then my pastor. Now, 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 now you're going too far. Every, because now it's your <laughs> It's always someone's pastor. It's that always someone. Great. These are real people. That is. And that's what you have to understand. You're talking about violence to people who may have had violence happen to them mm-hmm. by their family, by friends, by strangers. Or just feeling ostracized in society. Or feeling ostracized. That's not going to be funny to them. Not at all. That's and, like, and, say, and when they bring that up to you and you just saying, I apologize. It's about probably going to open up a whole lot of stuff that you might be trying to extinguish. Your, that's, and okay. he had a good opportunity okay. to be like, to the to the people I've hurt with my words in the past, and then you that's might probably have got new fans. So, like, you know, I understand, but now you've created people who are never. And I've, and and one thing that Kevin Hart did was he do start, the double down? Did he do, I don't feel like not, he doubled down. Well, I don't think he doubled down in the sense we always talk about double right, down. Right. But by not apologizing, it is a form of a double it down. Just, it's but Oscar foot, says, put his gonna, foot in the sand. You, you're going to apologize. You're not going to get this gig. Right, by not right. apologizing and taking the stance of saying, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. It's mm. almost a double down. Okay. It's a subtle double down. It's at, at minimum, it's standing your ground. Absolutely. Now, here's the thing about Kevin Hart that I agree mm. with. And people feel how you feel. Mm. To some people on the internet, it will never be enough. No matter what you That's do. the thing that I fear. And I do. Now, you, I don't know if you guys are familiar with No Name, but she's a rapper, right? Mm-hmm. Online. And this is the most example of never be enough. People will never be enough ever. No Name, who's a great rapper. I found out about her on Chance the Rapper. Shout out to Josh. Put me on a chance. That's her she, name? No Name? Yeah. Okay. No Name. Now, here's she's the, fired. two things. No Name's name used to be No Name Gypsy, right? Mm-hmm. She didn't find, she found out later in her career that Gypsy is a, a racial slur to Romani people, I believe. Okay. Right, so she was like, "My bad, I didn't know that. I'm just gonna be going by no name in the future." Right, this is before I found out about her. Okay. So she basically said a couple months ago on Twitter that, like, Loki, basically, I'm tired of performing for white people in my crowds saying the n word. Like they're rapping along to my music, they're saying the n word, and that wasn't my intention when I created this art. Right, and I can't listen. Just listen, because she makes a good point. Okay. Just listen. Okay. She said, I can't get enough black people to come to my shows, right? And it feels weird for me. As she, an she's black? She's black. Okay. Black woman from Chicago. Okay. Start off as a poet. She's like, it feels weird for me to perform my art that was meant for my people, and my people don't support me, and white people do support me, but they're saying the N-word to my songs, and it makes me feel uncomfortable. She's literally dropping an album this year, but not touring it specifically like because of all this. Wow, I didn't even know that. Really? So, she's but been- Listen, 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 listen. I'm going to make my point, because I know how you feel about that. Mm. So here's what she said. Okay. I'm not going to be... Pr- performing anymore i got two shows on the books and you know whatever she didn't say what the shows were at the time but she said other than that because i can't change my crowd and i can't stop people from saying the n-word at my shows i'm just not going to do that i'm going to focus on this book club that i've been building i'm building a safe space for black creators and i'm going to focus my energy on that because i don't like the way that makes me feel right right okay okay so then a couple weeks ago maybe last week the coachella uh uh flyer comes out and Mm -hmm. no names and listed artists right (laughs) white dude tweets her I thought No Name was stopping music, right? I thought she was stopping music. Looked like when you th- throw a Coachella bag at you, then now you're a cool performer for white people again. But she already right? said she had shows on the books. So that's she what said, she was talking about. Literally, she said, these are my receipts, right? <clears throat> I think I, she said, I, being sarcastic, I think this is what you call receipts. 
And she posted a picture of her initial tweet saying, I got two shows on the books, right? So you think No Name wins this argument, right? Mm -hmm. I told you, mm -hmm. I showed you on the internet I and won. And I stood on artistic principles and I'm walking out on my own merit. Right? Mm -hmm. I thought you won. The first reply to that tweet, okay? The first reply was someone saying, well, you could have backed out of Coachella if you were really about oh, this. Oh. I, I can't with the internet. I cannot with and the internet anymore. Not it's win. just stupid. I think that's where my frustration was coming <laughs> from. It's like, bro, like, shut up. Bro, shut you up. Literally with the internet, you cannot win. Uh, People are like, break the contract. If you're so, you have so much integrity, break the contract. Like, how do you show your integrity uh, by breaking Like, do you understand uh, the financial obligation? Like, if you came to that decision after you signed the contract, you still are contractually obligated to do what you're supposed to do. Or it costs you money. Or it costs you money. Or maybe she's going to take the money from Coachella and invest it into the book club. <laughs> and take the money and say, well, now with this. First of all, let her live her life and do whatever she wants to That's do. That's my point. <laughs> that is literally my point. On, and this is what I think Kevin Hart was trying to do in his mm -hmm. double down is prove that you can never make everyone on the internet happy. Right. And I always, I'll probably for the rest of my life will go back to this. Melissa has worked so hard on the love hour of not interrupting guests and letting people talk. Like it's, people complain about it early because it's her, you know what I mean? Like she was working through being, because none of us went to journalism school. They got <laughs> no? mad at us on Aska and I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm, we really be talking to people. Me mm -hmm. and you, they get mad at us too. Uh, but right. Melissa probably worked harder than any of us at it. Right. She has one of her best episodes at this particularly. And 99% of the comments are like, man, Melissa, you've really done a good job, blah, 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 blah. One mm -hmm. comment is like, girl, you still talking over your guests. That's all you ever do, Ugh. right? <laughs> Melissa responds to this girl, I'm sorry, I'm still working on it. Appreciate your support. You know, it's difficult. Whatever her answer, mm -hmm. some, something along the lines of that. This girl said, girl, I'm PMSing, man. I'm just mad at everybody. See, bro, I can't. Bro. That and well, the combination, and one more thing. I know, I'm, I know. You're good, you're good. Zay Zay be commenting on the internet, him yeah. and his friends. And they be getting comments that get harder a lot, but his profile pictures is a thing you'll never know is him. Mm -hmm. And the name, you never in the, if you I never put two you, and two together. Never ever. Right. He's gotten heart comments because he's a really funny kid. Mm. And I, the fact that his comment, like some of the creators tag it, like it, re respond. And I'm like, you could literally be arguing with somebody who's just pissed off and mad at the world. Or just or looking a for child. a response. Or looking for a response. Or a child. Bro. <laughs> and that's what the only thing that calms me down is some people just want to see the world burn. It's like the World Star comments. The Bro, comments on World Star is just... It's like the cool thing it's a to be the, it's the. It's just it's it crazy the, in there. It's the abscess of society. It's ridiculous. And this is this is the thing because you remember our last episode. I, I think I might have texted so you long about ago. It. Feels like years ago. <laughs> At least a year ago. <laughs> have you still been writing twenty nineteen on checks and stuff? Writing checks. Checks. <laughs> okay, I just I, I go through all this to get a checkbook. Now I'm out of it. I'm sick of y'all, man. Checks. Yes, I, I picked up my design and everything. You put a little cool. you put a photo of you and Kiara. Why? There? What are you paying with the check? What? With the check? They just told me that I could sign up for auto pay for that too. I never knew. Check. Yeah. Um, no, but no. let me tell you what I was going to say about the last show. So this is this is where I officially tapped out of caring what people in the comments say. So we did the episode two weeks ago. Now, mind you, this is the thing that I do not like. If you disagree with somebody, say you disagree with that yeah, person, yeah. you don't just get to call them names. If I get called ignorant one more, no, I knew all the facts about Kim Kardashian. That's just how I felt. Somebody told me, somebody put a comment and was like, Doughboy is a coon and is problematic to the black community. How? Because I don't have a problem with Kim Kardashian. 
<laughs> a problematic to blacks? You know how funny, bro. No, you know how funny it is for you to try to find the word <laughs> that you're thinking of. Doughboy is a dude. <laughs> problematic <laughs> to word. black. The yeah. word. The word you were searching for that was just sat back like he'll read it eventually. And then I was just Coon. like, I was just like, bro, I don't care anymore. Like. To, because I mean, bro, like to, now to say whatever you want to say, if you want to give my opinion, all right, I get it. But to sit here and say I'm a, I'm problematic to the black community, like I don't even know. Shut up! I don't know if you can hurt the black community. By now, here's the thing, though. Say you write one of the hit movies that I know you're capable of, mm-hmm. and that movie well, I'm about is to be writing a hit movie for us. Kos Studios coming soon. I believe it. Right. Say that hit movie is hundred million dollar mm-hmm. Hangover, and all of a sudden you go from uh, whatever you have on Twitter and Instagram to. Four million, mm. three million. Your same views would really be problematic, really. Because yes, because if you were in, give me an example un- of a view that be problematic. Un- uninformed, mind. say voting. I'm, I'm not okay. saying this is say it's voting, right? Yeah. And now all these kids say, "Well, Doughboy's never voted," and you're like, "Ah, voting is dumb." I'm not saying you say this, mm-hmm. but say you say voting's dumb, right? Or I'm cool with people saying the N word, right? Or whatever. And kids be like, "Oh, cool." Well, Doughboy said it. He's my favorite actor. He was in that movie that I love. And he goes and says the N word. White people can say it. And now, you know what I'm saying? Like, that. So it doesn't matter on this level, but at the next level, it absolutely could. That's what I think happens to so many celebrities. Mm -hmm. Lizzo, I've talked about this before. Ari Lennox. You get so big so fast, stuff that people didn't care about because Mm -hmm. you were smaller is now huge. Remember Charles Barkley was saying, I'm not a role model? Rihanna, Mm -hmm. like, by a certain standard, once you get so big, you are a role model, whether you like, you're either a good role model or a bad role model. But you're a role model. But you're a role model. Mm -hmm. Now, it's not, Charles Barkley was saying this, and I agree. It's not my responsibility to raise your child. You're a cinnamon role model. Literally trying to be <laughs> like <laughs> articulate and stuff, and now I'm thinking about cinnamon roll. <laughs> I can go for what? <laughs> uh, side note, but anyway, so uh, that's what I mean uh, by that. I I think you know on, on Twitter they always say these uh, retweets are not endorsement. My views are my own. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of how life is. Like people are usually saying that to protect their butt. Like I don't represent my company because mm-hmm. you say crazy tweet they try to get you fired. Like. Guarantee you say something crazy, people gonna be like, "Can't yeah, fire him from Righteous and Ratchet." People they be saying that now. They be like, "You need to." Repl-. When we had Tahiro, they were like, "Yeah, Tahir should be on the new Righteous and Ratchet." Oh my god, the new I, Righteous and Ratchet. Brother, I produced <laughs> like this show. I created this show with this guy. Like, no, 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 no They no, be no, just no. talking like, "Fire no, 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 him, no, no, Kevin. no, 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 no." You didn't create this show with this guy. You created the idea for the <laughs> exactly show. It was right. your idea. <laughs> you cast me in it. They like, don't. They gonna tell you to fire me. <laughs> you got. They gotta tell you to fire me. Doughboy is the reason the show is called Righteous and Righteous. You just see how they talk to me. They, talk, I they don't got, talk to you. I nice. no longer go in the comments no more. I'm just like, bro. Chance the Rapper said, don't scroll down. Yeah, I'm just, I'm over I think it. we just have to understand that people comment for a variety of reasons. And although it's humanly impossible, you have to let that stuff go. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing you can do about it. And you will it. drive yourself crazy. You remember when I was hitting you up on Thanksgiving? Uh, the company's getting behind Teddy Ray. I was mad, too. Teddy Ray just hit me. Oh, uh, yeah, the Spectrum commercial. Uh, I mean, so I'm in the, the Spectrum mail. Uh-huh. Right? Oh, and he said, stop flirting. tell me about this. I, it was happening uh-huh. like over there. He said, stop flirting with my auntie. Hello? <laughs> 
That's hilarious. That ain't funny, that bro. That is funny. Unintentionally. Uh, unintentionally. Yeah. But no, I'm just saying, he's just funny. Just He's just one of the people he can't I know. Help, I, I was just saying, but he's yeah. both. Yeah, he's, yeah. When he's not trying to be and when he's trying to mm-hmm. be. He just, you be walking the door, you be like, ah, ah this guy. This, <laughs> <not funny>. this <laughs> guy <laughs> gets it. It's Teddy Ray, man. <laughs> Teddy Ray, he deserves more. He does. I actually was just talking to Teddy Ray the other day. What I you did, talking? I did a show with him. Um, you were talking to Teddy Grahams. <laughs> How much time we got left? We got more time? How much time? We, we way over. We've been over. We so. over? How much we over oh, by? Oh, let me, let me say my announcement. How much are we over by? 15. <sighs> can I throw it out there? Yeah. Guess what, guys? I am happy. Happy. In addition. In addition. To the family. Hold on. Not a baby, no. not a baby. No. Oh, oh my God. Not a baby, no. Oh my God. Not a baby. Not a baby. No. Try it. <laughs> I'll play a joke. All right, so that was the. What do you mean you tried? No, 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 not that. Please. You said you tried? Two new family members. We're, we're getting gonna, two dogs. Oh. Wait, we're going to breeze past the fact that he said he's trying, though. No, I'll just be talking, man. Come on, man. But no, listen, I'm getting two dogs. Are you trying for a baby or you just. I was just joking, man. Come on, man. I don't like when you do those lookovers <laughs> at me, bro. You know, don't be jokes. No. Be jokes. Come on, guys. I'm having fully protected sex. You lying. You're having no protected sex. God, this whole deck and Bluetooth. Man, you lying. Lifestyles and Bluetooth. You ain't using no lifestyle. <laughs> are you? Come on. What? what are you doing? Are you, how are, you protect, are you protecting yourself? Huh? <laughs> Let me tell we, y'all, we man. Haven't, listen, we haven't done a Lola ad in a listen, while, bro. Listen, we're getting two dogs. No boy wants kids, though. I do want kids. That's why we're getting oh two dogs. My, two dogs. Are you working on children? Huh? Man, listen, man. This two is, dogs. That's the first step. Name King and Milo. One is a Maltese. Ooh, you just reminded me of what? Oh, the like pet. I said King, and you thought about Burger King? No, no. You said pets. What? So I didn't tell you this story. Uh-oh. I'm just gonna. I'm sorry, Josh. We're just gonna be over. It's our first show back. Hey, man, we're here. In my backyard, you might have seen this. For for whatever reason, it's a passageway for cats. Oh yeah, it's weird. Just weird. They just be just back there kicking it. Just drinking coffee, smoking cigarettes, jumping back there. Crawling, me, we're scaring them. This was the last six months of this house. I don't know what happened. Somebody put the call out. Ew, they got a cool backyard. <laughs> Okay. They just yeah. be chilling back back They got a pool. Yeah, but they don't live there. Okay. I don't know where they come from or where they go, but I was always scaring them for the longest, right? So about You were scaring them? Yeah, like, hey, like, get out. You scat, you scat. Uh, <laughs> right? They be going through I don't know what maybe it's the limit tree. I don't know. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. About two months ago, mm-hmm. baby cats joined. They over there smashing and having babies? Somebody was knocking the little kitten boots. Blue chew. We see some baby cats. Now these doggone cats are adorable. Really? Okay. Um, what color is this cat? It was a gray one and a black one. Okay. The baby black cat. cat was the black cat the father? No, I mean, these are the babies. babies. There's people just roaming. It was orgies all over the place. (laughs) They don't know know whose children this is. Frank's and Clarence's. We don't know. Heathcliff, Heathcliff, (laughs) no one should. Heathcliff is out here terrorizing the neighborhood. Okay, he was out here tearing up some cats. You understand me? So they had kittens. Had kittens, right? Why don't you guys adopt one? No. Okay. 
My wife don't want no pets, okay. especially not no cats. It ain't Tony Baker's house. Okay. Okay. But even the baby cats don't stay. Okay. You go in the backyard. Sometimes they're back there. Weeks go by. You don't see them. Then you go back there. They be back. So there. you had been scatting them, but you had gotten used to seeing them over the yes. years. Got it. You just go in the backyard. And then when they were cute, it was like, Mwah. and yeah. I literally was like, man, what y'all be eating? It was like, man, don't worry about us. We be out here. <laughs> we in the streets. You understand me? We get by how we get by. The cat flicked the cigarette in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Jesus, like, you're excited. It's my backyard. It's my backyard now. <laughs> Make some grits and leeks. I'm hogging to the bucket. Right? <laughs> so we're like, man, or whatever. So JoJo's like, man, can we feed them? At least feed them. See, that's where you go wrong. Listen, and my wife is like, no, we're mm-hmm. not feeding. Because you feed them. Meow, they put meow, the call out that the backyard's meow. cool mm-hmm. with no food around. Right. Okay? It was already the kicking spot. Yes. You start feeding them. Bills. <laughs> I don't know how to do that yeah. sound. Free to free. Hey, yo. Kev, Kev. Dude with the boobs house. We about to pull up. <laughs> so sometimes I pee in the backyard just to keep him away. I mean, hey, a man's here. You pee in the backyard? Yes. You pee in your old backyard? Yes. My brother's like, you know, animals, you got to pee in the backyard. What if one of them just would have scratched you in your stuff? My wee wee. Pete in the backyard a couple of times trying to ward him with, hey, there's a dominant male in here. There ain't nobody dominant. It's just a male over there. We ain't scared of you. You understand me? <laughs> Why you keep looking cigarettes in my eyes, cat? And how do you hold cigarettes without opposable thumbs? Right? So, <laughs> so we're like, man, we're not feeding these cats. Uh-huh. And I agree with her. I was like, you know, nah, you know how that goes. And Joe's like, man, let's adopt. I'm like, man, we're not finna adopt no stray cats. Who do you go to to adopt them? Don't know. So you know, some <laughs> Melissa's sisters like call animal control. We're like, we can't. They don't live here. They don't. They just pass through. It'd be like a minute or two. So you call animal control. They'd be like, where they at? Be like, man, they normally here. Just wait twenty minutes. <laughs> Seriously, because <laughs> they don't. There's no nest. There's no. There's like nothing that proves. You just mm-hmm. have to see them sometimes. Right. All right. So we're going, getting ready to leave the country. Right. Mm-hmm. Kids is playing. We got them a Christmas gift. They playing with it. Baby cats is in there. It had rained. In so the house? Was, no, 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 oh, no. Okay. In the backyard. Okay. So it rained, and you know how you have your screen door kind of uh, not closed all the way, mm-hmm. right? It's raining one day, and baby, little black baby cat, he come in, he's trying to hide in there. You know, Melissa got video. It was the cutest thing. He I don't like, know if I like where this story is going. Oh, God, say they so. cat raided, right? What? Okay. So we come back, and this, you know in LA gets cold for four weeks. We go back there, baby cat back there asleep. We're like, oh, man. He's oh, sick. he just gets some rest. Baby cats back there is a black and a gray one. Uh-huh. They're playing together, blah, blah, blah. And it, it's cute. Just meow, meow, and JoJo's meow. just looking at the window like, ah, if I could only pet you. And I'm uh-huh. like, man, don't pet them. They could have rabies. They ain't got the shot. Cats don't have rabies. Definitely problematic in the black community. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, particular day, the kids are playing the video game. I'm sitting there. I'm eating Jimmy John's buffalo chicken sandwich, by the way. <laughs> Bruh. You have just been living no, under no, the no. truck. Don't. <laughs> Fact. Fact. Buffalo chicken sandwich. Bruh, it tastes like hot wings in a sandwich. Okay? I knocked back two in a day. I enjoyed one. Yeah, send like, me that number for me. I got a hundred. Are we off that in 2020? <laughs> so I'm sitting there we and then not. like hours go by. They're playing the game. And they're like, Joe's like, man, that cat's still asleep. I'm like, oh yeah, he's fine. Because I literally would check on and him. And he's outside. Sleep yeah. in the backyard. Okay. See his chest rising and falling. Mm-hmm. Joe's like, oh man, I wonder if he's hungry, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, he's fine, bro. Another two hours go by. That, Joe's like, are you sure he's okay? Like, he's fine, man. I go look, and I'm looking like, hold up, I don't, I don't see. What? I don't see his chest rising and falling. No. no. Cat died? <laughs> Cat 
love it. Don't rush it. Because <laughs> my eyes are well enough. I'm going to tell you why. <clears throat> so we're getting ready to go out of town to Japan. Gone, be gone for a week. Uh-huh. 10 days, including travel okay. and staying at the hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I, I, I know this cat's just sleep. I know he's he just gotta sleep. Be sleep. He got to be. He's just real tired. He's breathing shallow. Mm-hmm. But if he's not sleep and he has perished, I cannot have a dead cat in my backyard because when I come home, it's going to stink. And oh, it's have maggots. And, yeah. and I just can't risk that because I'm going to be gone. So I grabbed my pool thing. No, you grabbed the shovel and gave him a proper burial, Kevin. Grabbed my pool thing. <laughs> and I poked this cat. And it was just like. And oh. it was hard. And when I tell you, Did we you cry? all, I mean, oh. JoJo burst into tears. It was dope. The cat this big, cute. Melissa still has a video of him running in the backyard. He cried. Zay Zay, Zay Zay, cool, 13, deep right. voice, hair. Zay was like, <laughs> <laughs> Zay's voice was all me. He was like, yeah, man. <laughs> I don't even know why I feel this way. Bro, I'm crying. Really? Because Joe was so, Joe loves animals. Dang, and Melissa will not let him get one. Because the animals, yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. whole thing. Right. And she's like, y'all ain't gonna take care of it. Y'all gonna be cleaning. Y'all be pee on your toilet seat. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you can clean no and I be traveling too much, and yeah. I just want to play with the animal and feed it. I don't want to walk it. I don't want to pick up no right, poop. Right. You know. So he cries. Zay cry. I'm crying. Oh, Melissa cry. But man. here's the reason I told this story. So Joe's crying. I'm talking about he. I mean, crying. I mean, broken heart. Oh no. And this dude said something that was such a metaphor for life. I felt bad. He said, "I don't even want no pets no more." And I was like, why? He was like, because I could lose one. And this one wasn't even mine. And I felt so bad for it. And I thought, that's what happens to people's lives. Mm -hmm. You get hurt by something, love, somebody breaks your heart, somebody, your parents, some hurt happens to you. And you loved so hard that you be like, I won't even even let. I don't want to feel this again. I won't even let myself love so I can open myself up to get hurt like that. And I felt so bad. He has not talked about getting no pet since. He used to ask us for a dog every day. Jojo, give us a hug. Can we get a dog? Oh, no. I ain't giving you no hug. Ha, ha, ha. Since that cat died, that boy has been like, no animal. I would never love. Oh, that's heartbreaking. So because the thing that made me sad is like I was telling him, there's nothing you could have done. You can't necessarily feed the cats. You know, and then we found out we we're walking to take pictures for the Faith merch that's now for sale at <laughs> Some of the people are feeding these cats. Oh Somebody was feeding the cats? Yes. Remember the sidewalk, Josh? Yeah, people little, just put a pile piles. of cat food. For my neighbor, that's catty corner. And that's like, that's why the cat, they're cutting through my backyard to get to the food that somebody's leaving. Oh, so y'all was just a shortcut. We're just a shortcut. You're the freeway. You're the 405. We're the <laughs> 405. <laughs> somebody's been leaving cat food outside of their house. And that's where the cats be going. And I noticed it a lot of times, but it never, I never paid attention. I'm like, bro, who's keeps for for I for probably as long as the cats been jumping through my backyard. Mm-hmm. I've noticed like somebody just like I just thought somebody was just kept dropping it or whatever. But somebody keeps putting it out there, and that's where they're going. Wow. 
And it's it's like around the corner from my house. But if you're coming from this side, you cut through the backyard, go on that side, you're at you're at the feeding feeding land. You know what? You know what? The the part that stuck out to me about the story <clears throat> that you just told that's that's like the probably the saddest part. What's that? That though? Joe is hitting the age where you start finding out about life, like Bruh. and like when you start finding out things is different than yes. what your child mind thought it was. It was, it was a and that's so in the way and he's like I'm telling you, man, that kid has been, like he's just so advanced mm. for his, just for him to be able to. Process his feelings like that. Yeah. Wait, what is your eleven? Eleven. That's and crazy. the thing is, I think I, I totally agree. And I think more because it was a baby. Mm. Like when a dog cat how, died. How did it die? Do we know? No. Could have been lack of food. Could have been cold. Could have been. Dang, I, I'm assuming it was one of those two. I'm assuming it was lack of food because he can't maneuver the same way the big ones do. I don't. know. They jumping over the fence. You know what I'm saying? He got to sneak through and walk around. He probably don't know how to get around. And they probably eating all the food, and he probably little. They not letting him get in on the bittles. They ain't letting him get in. Oh, and I felt like, but that's what it was like. I was like, man, if I knew it was dead, like if I was sure. I wouldn't have even let him see that. Cause y'all think you 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 didn't want the cat to be dead either. No, like, yeah. it, it, the thing was cute. So you was telling it to him, but you was really trying to tell it to yourself. Absolutely. Like, oh, he's fine. Ain't he? <laughs> I, I wanted it right. to be okay right. way more than him. Hold like, me, Jojo. Like, wait, Dad. I don't know if that's the way this works. Hold me, little. <laughs> Jeez. I was literally like, oh. I mean, he's fine, right, man? Because now I gotta go and I had. What did y'all do with the cat? <laughs> did y'all put the cat? The, we could have ended the story. Where did y'all put the cat, Kevin? Did you bury the cat and put a cross like a pet cemetery? Um, Where did you put the cat, Kevin? I got some fear of gods. <laughs> What's that? Nike shoe. Uh-huh. Fire. Uh-huh. Um, Melissa got it for, for Christmas, and I just kind of scooped him up into the box. <laughs> and they put it in the trash. <laughs> you thought at least like say some kind words? Did you want to say kind words in front of the shoebox, man? I said, man, dang. <laughs> I say, at least you're getting buried in the fear of God shoebox. So, so wait, so wait, hold on, because I'm just a detail oriented person. So like, y'all are all sitting there looking at the at the dead cat, and then they just look at you like, all right, man, <laughs> dispose of it, pops. Cried and went to their room. And then you just sit there and, and you had to dispose like, of the cat. <laughs> I wanted my dad to do it. And I was like, Where's dad? Like, you are dad. I you're dad. No, it's me. I'm dad. Like, I was looking at Melissa. She was like, you know, I ain't finna clean up. Everybody got red That's eyes. That's hilarious. Everybody <laughs> got crying. They went to their own little circle to go deal with their pain, but you have to clean up the cat. Just like, well, I don't want to do it either. <laughs> I want to cry with y'all. Like, no, no, man, clean that up. <laughs> my dad, my dad, I would call, hey, dad, hop on the next flight from Fayetteville. For what? Hey, there's a dead cat in the back where I need your attention. But yeah, I, that's why I had to realize, wow. I'm really in the man of this house, huh? Wow. That's... All the scary stuff. You gotta go. What is that noise? You gotta go know. investigate the scary sounds. What is that noise? You it's, check it out. You're a strong black woman, <laughs> Melissa. You equal rights, right? We said we was in this together. Oh, oh now you strong black woman. Oh, they are, that's quick. Tap, 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 tap yeah. the note. Oh, bro, we used to have this tree growing to our backyard and, and to our window. Uh, and when the wind blow, it'd be like somebody was trying to claw into the. Oh, hell on, uh-uh. Kevin, go check that out. I'm scared. Also, <laughs> I too am afraid. You do know. You that. check it out. I got your back. <laughs> we don't even have a back. So Melissa, this is a funny story. I know we're way over time. It's okay. Melissa said, when I be on the road, she'd be like, man, I'm scared, man. I, don't wanna, I heard a sound. She said one night she was working real late, couldn't sleep, because I, was, I wasn't there. You mm. know how it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, I thought I heard somebody coming in and was walking in my room. I was like, what'd you do? She's like, I turned my light on and I flashed her. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what I'm gonna you, turn the stone. What did you think? <laughs> what did you think this? 
They're not lichens. Ah, she got the flashlight. You can you imagine a killer with the knife like <laughs> Ah The iPhone 10 is blinding. Let's go, dude Dirty. Let's get out of here. He lived aside another day. If it weren't for that meddling woman with her with her cell phone camera light, you'd be dead. You understand me? Don't do it again. I thought she might have had a gun or something, but it was a light. A gun was prepared for. Blinding light from a it's not like it's a floodlight. It is literally this. That's just crazy. Just when it when it really get real and you really don't know what to do, it's just like at least I'll see it happen. All right, this has been a great episode. We didn't mean to go over like that. And we had a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about, but guess what? Bonus episode. We'll talk about it on the bonus. I have been Doughboy. This guy has been. I have been, been. Kev on stage. What's your, what's your thoughts on this jacket overall? If I were wearing it, I probably would just wear a white or a black shirt. You wouldn't have double down? With I wouldn't jacket. double down, but I don't mind it. It's your personality. It's a cool jacket. I wonder what you think when you go to buy stuff. Like what's, cause you never buy the calm versions of stuff. I'd be like, I want people to look at me. <laughs> you don't I, always, think gonna... I always play it back in my head like what they'll say when I walk by, like oh, that guy got it figured out. I doubt that that's what they Why ever really say. Why would the jacket and shirt make it be like, you know what, this guy's going somewhere. I don't know, I don't know, but it was just, I used to watch Where are you buying this from? Zoomies. Yeah, everything's from Zoomies with they you. They be having the gear there. I almost bought a pair of overalls. I was like, eh, okay. drop another okay. 20 or 30 and then we'll get it to smoke. <laughs> I tried them all though. I couldn't get that so second funny. shop over. Sydney's dad, uh, Sydney Kim, a friend of ours, uh, his dad only wears overalls. He was like, sometime in 1988 or 1992 when overalls were came back in, his dad bought something. He was like, no, this is where it ends for me. He's <laughs> <laughs> been rocking overalls? And that, from that moment on, he was like, yep. That's what it is. Like, and I felt like, what? What am I gonna get? Because you know, like old players, velour suits. Mm-hmm. They got that, and it was like, well, Melissa's granddad. Gator. What are we gonna have? I don't know. Melissa's granddad is literally Gator, Stacey Adams, and the linen. You know, the full linen suit with the matching. Whenever he saw that, whenever that was hit, he was like, hey, man. "Ours is probably gonna be like track suits, sweat." If I sweats. hope it can be sweats. I never see you in jeans. Did these jeans? These are jeans. I try to wear jeans on the podcast now for the love hour. People are like, you don't respect the podcast. You don't even wear jeans. It's just never enough for people. I'm like, bro, I don't. I just don't like wearing jeans. The belt is be touching my stomach. That's what I really don't like. Really? Sweatpants, they don't, they don't judge you. Sweatpants are more comfortable. It just makes me feel like, take a load off. Yeah, and that's the problem. You can't feel yourself getting fat because the sweatpants <laughs> just keep getting Oh, that bigger. elastic. Oh, yeah, you feel Jeans, it in pants. Like, hey, 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 bro. We can only go so far. <laughs> All right, enough. All right, guys. Bye-bye, bye-bye.